Hey everyone, welcome to the Future Ready Podcast. My name is Kevin Brookhauser, and today I'm going to be wearing my Director of Technology hat for York School. I want to talk particularly uh, to our students and the families at our school, but in more broad terms, anybody who is interested in computer hardware or is considering a purchase for a BYOD school, bring your own device school. I want to talk about how to choose a device for a BYOD school here at York School in particular, but um, other people might find it useful as well. So if you are part of the TLDR generation, too long didn't read, or uh, TLDL, too long didn't listen, uh, here's a short version of this. Uh, I think the very best device for the vast majority of the students at our school is the Acer Chromebook Spin 11-inch. You can get it for around $400 on Amazon. I just looked it up. It's a, it's a great little device. We ordered it uh, for uh, the school and a faculty member who had a broken laptop. I lent it to her, Ms. Parsons. And she immediately said, it's the computer for her. I think it's a, a great machine for the vast majority of uh, anybody in our community. Uh, that's the short version. Now there are some caveats to that, to that recommendation. Uh, let me explain a little further why I think this is the best device for our families, for most of our families. There may be some of you out here who would make use of a different device. Uh, but here's what I love about the Chromebook Spin. Uh, the the cost certainly is Im important, and, and it's great that it's only $400 compared to a, a lot of other options. It's half the price of many other options. Uh, that's great in and itself. I'm glad that that's the, the case. But really, that's uh, one of the lesser benefits of this device. Uh, first of all, it's it's really durable. If you look at this device, it's very rugged. It's rubberized. It's it's sturdy. Uh, the screen is a touchscreen, and it also comes with a uh, Wacom pen that you can you can use to uh, draw on the device. Uh, the touchscreen also flips all the way around, so it can go into several different modes. It can go into like tablet mode. You can flip it all around. And the cool thing about that, as opposed to earlier models of, of flipped screen tablets like that, the camera, uh, well, there's actually two cameras. There's a camera for um, if you're doing like video conferencing, it's in the screen. And then there's also a camera built on the keyboard side so that if you flip it, you can use it as a camera, which for schools and for our students I think would be really valuable. So you'd also have a great little camera that, that would go with this. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Chrome operating system. This is where the, it use, it's a Chromebook, therefore it uses the Chrome operating system. And this is an operating system just like Windows is an operating system and Mac OS is an operating system. Uh, I, I really love the Chrome operating system for most of our students because it's incredibly fast. It's very secure. You don't need to worry about viruses. You don't need to, it doesn't take a while for it to boot up. The battery life lasts all day. Uh, it's just, if, if something does go wrong with it, you can just do this thing called a power wash and it cleans up and restores the computer 
to its original form, to its factory uh, form, and uh, that takes like three minutes. Uh, Chromebooks are quite popular on our campus, but by far, uh, I, I think the we, we also see probably more than any other single manufacturer, we see a lot of Apple computers. I want to talk about Apple computers for, for a while, and, I, and I've got to admit, I am an Apple computer lover. I love Apple computer hardware. Uh, I am one of those people. I love I love Chromebooks. I have a Chromebook as well. Um, and for most, for much of what I do, the Chromebook is all I need. Now, I do a lot of video editing. I also use the Adobe suite a lot uh, in the design shop. And I do a lot of computer programming. And because I do those three things, video editing, uh, desktop publishing with Adobe and computer programming, uh, that's where uh, I can't just get by on a Chromebook alone. Increasingly, uh, if so, if you are have are interested in, you know, using Illustrator or Photoshop, or you're interested in uh, hardcore programming, then you may uh, need something other than Chrome OS because you can't install Adobe uh, programs on a Chromebook. Uh, there's not a really powerful video editor for a Chromebook yet, and uh, and as far as like coding applications, like IDEs, like developer kits, uh, the there there are challenges with using a Chromebook. Although we did just hear yesterday that that uh, Google announced that they are going to allow you to launch native Linux applications on a Chromebook. Uh, they're starting with the Pixelbook, but uh, so these, this Chromebook Spin 11 will not yet run those Linux programs unless you kind of hack it apart. Uh, but there, that is good news for the future of Chrome OS for the techies like uh, myself who, who want to install software developer kits. So that said, uh, so the, back to the Apple issue. Like I said, I love Apple computers, uh, but I do think that for many of our students, Apple computers are just, they're just too expensive. I don't, I don't, I don't think I would give my teenager an Apple computer uh, unless I really believed that uh, he or she uh, needed it and could be trusted to treat it very carefully. I know that the computers on our campus, they just get a lot of abuse because they get carried from class to class to class. And that's why I I just don't love the idea of having students carry around these really expensive computers. You can't get an Apple laptop for less than $900 or so. And uh, and so I'm hesitant to recommend it. Uh, the other thing that, that I've, I've noticed is that, that Apple computers now can get viruses the way that uh, Windows computers can. Uh, for a while, Apple was somewhat inoculated from that issue because Windows were just much more pop popular, but now uh, Apple computers are so popular that, that uh, the bad guys are writing virus as many viruses for Apple uh, Mac OS as they are for, for Windows. So you're not immune to viruses. Uh, the the other thing is, is that they're just they're not as speedy to work with without spending a whole lot of money on a fast Apple, whereas a 
Chromebook. They just they just run really fast. So anyway, the, the uh, Apple computers are great. I love them, and we do offer we do have uh, a, a fleet of iMacs available for students on campus for those who own a Chromebook but want to work in Adobe. We provide students access to those uh, those iMacs when they're on campus. So that might be a good option as well. As far as if you're going to get an Apple computer, which one to get? I, your choices are either like the MacBook Air, the MacBook, like MacBook, the nothing. It's a, that really thin MacBook. Um, I'm not sure that's the best option. I don't think it's powerful enough. Uh, there's there's more powerful, less expensive computers like the MacBook Air. I think that's a really good option. And then the MacBook Pro. I have a MacBook Pro. They're great computers. Uh, they're they're quite expensive, so you really would need that power. Uh, and I do recommend that if you do buy an Apple computer, get the Apple Care. It's another couple hundred dollars, but it does give you the protection if something were to go wrong with it. So what about Windows computers? Uh, there, we, we certainly have our uh, crew of, of students who love Windows. Uh, the fact that we have students who like a variety of different platforms, you know, that's just kind of the York way. We have a diverse population, and that diversity spills out into operating system preferences. And so we allow students to choose the device that, that they prefer and that they like working with, and Windows is one of those options. Uh, and uh, I, I've seen students have great success with Windows computers. I'm a little hesitant to recommend a Windows computer because I just do see uh, so much uh, so much that can go wrong with it. They're the I think they're the least reliable of the major operating systems, and uh, and a lot of times these Windows computers come loaded with what, what's called bloatware which is a bunch of software that you don't really need and it's hard to get rid of. So that's why I recommend that if you do know you want a Windows computer, I think your your best options are to buy a computer that's made by Microsoft. Uh, they have the Surface Book and then the Surface. Those are two options that our students have had s success with and uh, those don't come with a bunch of bloatware. They're more expensive uh, but uh, I think you do, in order to get a good Windows experience, I think you do need to spend a little more money if, for a laptop. Uh, you can buy a really cheap Windows laptop, but I highly discourage that because uh, you'll just have a pretty pretty rough experience. I think if you want an inexpensive computer, and I highly recommend that you get an inexpensive computer, I recommend you go with a Chromebook. Okay, so what about... Uh, what about tablets? Uh, increasingly, uh, well, actually, I, I see that, that the tablet use on our camp campus has kind of leveled off. The tablet does not count as our required BYOD, although you're certainly welcome to bring a, a tablet. And uh, there's some gray area between like what's a tablet and what's not a tablet. And I think the way we would drive, draw that line between a tablet and not a tablet is the operating system it runs. So some people would argue that the Surface, the Microsoft Surface or Surface Pro is a tablet, and it certainly has uh, a lot of the features of a tablet as a touchscreen, and it goes into tablet mode. Uh, but it runs Windows 10, and so I think we should 
label that as a laptop and students could certainly use that as their laptop computer. I run, I don't, uh, it's worth noting that the Surface computer is great, but it, it, to call it a laptop is uh, probably inappropriate because it actually is a computer that doesn't work very well when it's sitting on your lap. Uh, it works m better when it's sitting on a desk. Uh, unlike other computers, if you're sitting on a couch and you uh, put a regular laptop on on your lap, it it functions pretty well. But the Surface, because of the way it's designed, it doesn't it doesn't function very well on your lap. Anyway, um, I would say don't go with Windows unless you really know you want Windows and it's worth it to you and you love that operating system. Uh, there's also you could also uh, hack together your your own computer using Linux. I'm a huge fan of Linux and I totally support any student who knows about Linux and wants to run a computer that runs Linux. We don't have very many of those, but uh, it's a super cool option as director of technology. I would totally support that. Uh, it's, a, it's a great operating system, uh, but uh, it would only be for those who already know what it is and know they want to go in that direction. Uh, and if you're curious about it, come see me. I'd love to talk to you about using a, a Linux-based computer. If you have access to kind of an older Windows laptop, one and and it's run, it's not very reliable. One great option is to install Linux on it. We've we've been able to get a lot of use out of some of our older Windows laptops by uh, getting rid of Windows and installing Linux on it. Uh, back to the ta tablet question, we do see iPads, so there are we iPads are on campus. We we have students who use iPads. Uh, they're great. Again, they do not qualify as your BYOD uh, because uh, we found that uh, while it's getting better and better, it's still not uh, the best solution for the kind of academic work that we do, writing papers, putting together presentations, and building websites, working in spreadsheets. Uh, it just doesn't quite cut it. Although if you have one, you certainly are welcome to bring that as your secondary device. And then what about phones? Because phones certainly are computers these days. And we encourage students to bring phones on campus. I think they're, they're great devices. Uh, now, we teachers often ask you to put your phones away during class. And uh, that's just a reasonable classroom management technique. I do that a lot as well. Uh, these phones can be incredibly tempting to uh, and distracting when you're trying to take part in a class discussion. So we just ask you to put them away. But there are times when when using the the various features on a phone, like the camera and the microphone and the uh, and the just simple the quick research that you can do. If you have any sort of question, you can these days just ask your phone a question. And you get some decent answers. So there there certainly is value in bringing your phone. And so we. We certainly welcome that you you do that. Uh, things to look out for when you are making purchasing decisions other than what I've already outlined. Make sure that you keep an eye on the battery life. So the battery should last all day. Most of our families uh, charge their devices uh, at night, overnight, and then come to school with a fresh battery and uh, with a good night's sleep, so both you and your computer are ready for the day at York. Uh, you want to make sure that that battery lasts. Uh, 
I, I still carry around my charger just in case I have a heavy use day and, and need to top it off midday. And when I'm working somewhere for a longer period of time, I just keep it plugged in. So those are the, the devices that, that we recommend. Let me know if you have any questions. Uh, if you are at York, you can email me, kevin at york.org. And if you are uh, uh, not at York, find me on Twitter. That's a, that's a great solution. And uh, I'm at Brookhauser. Thanks for listening, and let's keep the discussion going.